BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Oh, it feels so good to be back. We're finally like a breath off of fresh air. Our winter break. Welcome back. If you're new to the podcast, welcome for the first time. Very happy to have you. I'm JC. And I'm Chelsea. And we are about to go in on you guys. No, we were just <laughs> in on you guys. <laughs> Our 2023 vibes are going in on you guys. They're like cool. We are podcasting from a new location, you mm-hmm. guys. Can you guys tell? Like, yeah, the audio is shiz. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard a worse echo. We are no longer podcasting from my office. We're growing we're, up. We're, we're growing up. And more on that later. We want to decorate the space that we're in queue. And updates are to come. But it just feels good. 2023, some fresh energy. Yeah, I, I do like that this is the first episode we've recorded this year and it's in a new place. It's kind of, it is fresh. Yeah. Fun, it's fresh, it's new. I feel like I'm like... <laughs> Nervous? Yeah, I feel like I'm... You know how they say you don't sleep as well when you don't sleep in your own bed? Mm-hmm. Because your brain is like half alert. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I'm like, my brain's half alert of my own, like the surroundings I'm not used to. True. Yeah, it's not a little funky, but... <laughs> comfortable no it's we're trying here's the thing it is fresh and it's great but the space we're recording in is like not a vibe yet okay (laughs) it's like literally uh, anyway again more on that later we went from like a small room to a big room so that we used to feel more cozy I i feel like we're in the middle of like an interrogation or something yeah these lights aren't helping we need some ambient lighting in here. Oh my gosh. We need some lamps. Well, it's been a minute. Chelsea, tell us about New York. We didn't ever get Woo! a NYC recap on the pod. Oh yeah. It was absolutely freezing. It was so cold. I cannot explain to you, unless you were there, how cold it felt. I don't know if I've ever been that cold in my entire life. We got there that morning that we were there. So we got there the 23rd. We go downstairs for breakfast. We're like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's like 41 degrees. Perfect cold weather. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I brought stuff to bundle up, but it was not as cold as it was about to be. Later that day, we went out and about. We came back. And as we were getting closer to our hotel, the wind started picking up. And it was going so hard and fast. Our car was shaking on the bridge, like getting back to our hotel. I was like, this is not okay. This is not safe. And let me tell you something. 
I'm terrified of the wind. Like it's actually might be a phobia of mine. I'm actually so scared of the wind and that I'm going to be like swept up in it. I did not know that was a fear of yours. Ever since I was little, like when I was in elementary school, I remember coming home from school and if it was super windy, I would like hold on to the trees. (laughs) You must hate snowflake. I hate snowflake. I hate the wind. Like the wind is my least favorite. Both of our moms are from snowflake. A small little town in Arizona, and it is so freaking windy there. It's like so that windy. is the the a core. Those are core memories for me. Is like being in snowflake wind. Yes, and your hair just gets wrecked. Yeah, hope we don't go on tour to the windy city, Chicago, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so scared. I literally wear like concrete shoes. <laughs> no, but really, it hasn't faded since I've gotten older. So. We were getting out of the car and now I also have a child. I'm like, I'm scared he's going to blow in his stroller or something. But anyways, we get out of the car and literally everything blows off of us. Like my hat blows <laughs> off. Not the hat. I knew it was a bucket the hat car, too. No, it actually wasn't. Oh, it wasn't? was like a, just a regular baseball cap. Oh, wow. That's strong wind. Yeah. And then the blankets, like Case had blankets on him in his stroller, blew off into the road. And Case's face is so sad. He literally was like, he didn't know how to handle it. He didn't know how to breathe. He was like, (gasps) and we ran into the doors and we're like, that was crazy. And then later that night, they were like, yeah, you don't go out in this weather unless you absolutely have to. The winds were like up to 50 miles an hour, which is insane. They're like, don't drive. There's ice. And we looked on the weather app. It was like 17 degrees, but it said feels like zero degrees. And it only got colder from there. So literally it's Christmas day. We walked past the Rockefeller. And when I say walk, we literally like, Ran. <laughs> Ran past. We're like, very cool. Kept running and just kind of stayed in our hotel room. So it was very cozy. But it was really fun. We celebrated Case's first birthday and Christmas. But it was nice to just be by ourselves. I feel like sometimes when you have a baby and you go to like a family function, it's really fun because your family's there to like, you know, play with your baby. But it's kind of nice selfishly that I just got him like all to us all day. And we didn't have to like share them with share him with anybody on his first birthday and our first Christmas was just was special but yeah cozy vibes yeah we got home it was very fun but I have to tell you the funniest craziest thing that happened when we were there (laughs) because I could not this was truly the start of my lucky era okay okay we're we're both having a lucky year but I will say (laughs) I read a zodiac or I read like a zodiac thing that like said a horoscope or something yeah like a horoscope that said Aries and Taurus are ha- are the luckiest zodiac signs of 2023 so that just made me feel like I really need to take advantage of the luck this year for sure I for sure am somebody who always is like of course that happens to me like in a bad way in a bad way so I'm turning that around but anyways we I think it was Christmas Eve we had this beautiful view in our hotel room of the Brooklyn Bridge. It was absolutely gorgeous. We stayed at the one hotel in Brooklyn and it was stunning. Like it was the most beautiful hotel and a great view. And it was great that we didn't really leave because, or we couldn't really leave because it was fine to stay in our hotel room. And we were looking out the view. We were like standing against the window. It's like floor to ceiling windows. And we're standing against the window and we're looking down And this car comes up into the parking lot, like right in front of the hotel. But it was kind of off to the sides where the restaurant was. But it was Christmas Eve. So like no one was there. And I don't even think it was open. So your your hotel room was not on ground level? No, it was like four stories up or something like that. So we're looking down and we can see on the ground like someone outside. And it looks like they're filming a YouTube video. Like someone has like a big light. It wasn't just like, oh, some kids making a TikTok. Like someone had a 
professional light. They had like, it was on their phone, but they had like the gimbal for the phone. Yeah. And the guy that was like talking looked like he was like a TikToker, like a pranky YouTube channel or something. Like that was the vibes I was getting. And anyways, they come up with the the crew. There's like two guys. One of them has a light. One of them has a phone. And the guy's like talking to the camera in front. And he's facing away from the hotel, if that makes sense. So he's standing in front of the hotel and like the restaurant. If you tell me a certain something, like I will be speechless. <laughs> no, a certain something. <laughs> I just have something in my mind. And if it is this person. No. Is it a certain I, person? No. no okay. No, no, okay. No. Okay. So I'm thinking that this guy, and he has a little box in his hand, like a little red box. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's going to propose <gasps> to someone like right Stop now, it. like on Stop Christmas it. Eve. I'm like, okay, we're going to watch this proposal. This is amazing. And anyway, so he starts filming this thing and he shows the box to the camera like almost like he's going to do a magic trick and then and then points to the restaurant behind him and then runs and the camera like follows him. And then they do like two more takes. And I'm like, okay, is he sending his girlfriend or fiance like on a scavenger hunt like to come find the box? Like that's so crazy. We have to like watch to make sure like, you know, what happens. And I'm talking to Nick and I'm like, what, we're watching and I'm like, what do you think he's doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it almost looks like he's like doing a prank channel or like something. And Nick's like, what if it's a giveaway? And I was like, oh my gosh, what if it is a giveaway? Anyways, so they filmed like for their last take. They did like four takes and they did the same thing every time, like point to the thing and then they would run up to the restaurant, but we couldn't see because it was too close. So we couldn't see like where they went. Okay. After the last take, they run to their car like they had just TP'd somebody or something. Like they're like 30 year old men and they're like running to their car like hee 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 and jump in the car and like speed off. And I'm like, I am on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's happening? Nick's like, should I go down there and look and see what, what it is? I'm like, absolutely. Go down there to see if the box is still there. Maybe they just like recorded it. So he goes down there and he's calling me. He's like, I don't see anything. I'm like, dang it. And then I look down to see where he was. I'm like, you're in the wrong place. Like, you got to go over to the left a little bit and like go back. And so he's like, okay, it's freezing out there also. <laughs> he's like, I got to find it. He's getting blown away by the wind. Yeah. Meanwhile. And he, he's like, I found it. I found the box. It's like a little red box. He's like, I'll bring it up. And so he brings it up. <laughs> Literally. $1,000 diamond earrings in the box. Literally has the price tag still on it. And it says like, congratulations, you've won the giveaway. Text this number, a picture of you and your, your earnings. Like tag us on Instagram, something, something like you're the giveaway winner because you found this box. Like Merry Christmas or something. And I'm like, excuse me? You're joking. Literally has like the price. It's like they're real diamond earrings. I'm like, what? Me and Nick are shook. We're literally like, what are the freaking odds? But also I feel bad because like, I think they probably, they didn't even get a chance to post a video. I know for a fact because we went down two seconds later. Right. And like saw them do it. So anyways, I won the earrings. So you put, you <laughs> kept them. Yeah. Did you tag them and stuff? No, I need to text them. Like I forgot to text them on Christmas Eve because I was like, I don't want to text them right now because they're going to know that I got them like literally, like like not cheated because I didn't cheat, but like got them so fast before they even posted the video. So I was like, I want to make it fun for them too. And like, you know, anyways. But then I literally forgot to text them a photo. But I will literally Chelsea. show you this photo. Wait, did you text them eventually? No, I said I need to do that. I literally just forgot. I need oh. to text them. They're probably literally They're wondering. probably like, cool. They yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Okay, hold on. Let me show you this really quick. Okay. Just let me flexing these earrings, but doesn't tell them that you won. No, I kept forgetting because I was like, oh, Christmas, I'll text them. And, I, and then I forgot. And then we went home. And by the time, like, I literally completely forgot about it. But I, I'm going to text them literally right now. Because they're probably like, what the heck happened? But I also went to the page. And I think they do it a lot. 
Hmm. So I… What, how do you… What page? Oh, because they said tag us on Instagram. Yeah. The earrings were like not really my style. They weren't like… I'll show you them. I feel like I might give them to Tyson or something. Because okay, they're… They're a little bit more like masculine. Like they're not like girl earrings. I'm showing JC the picture of them and like the little thing that was in them. Please. Congratulations <laughs> on finding this treasure. You're kidding. No, I actual diamond earrings. <laughs> Literally. And I went to the Instagram. It has like a million followers. I'm like, oh, you're kidding. You should post this, that the day this comes out. Oh, I will. And be like, I'll tag them too. Yeah. It's the least you could do. <laughs> it's the least I could do. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. They probably thought someone just like stole them and didn't ever like tag them or something. You know what I mean? That is truly the beginning of your lucky era. I know. We were like, that is such good. Like, what are the freaking odds of that? That's better than like anything that I could have imagined. I thought they were going to prank like our hotel or something. Wow. Yeah. That is really something. Why was he pointing up to the restaurant? I think he was like pointing like, I'm going to leave the earrings in front of this restaurant. Like probably to the video. Because oh. he was pointing to the sign, I think. Gotcha. So I think he was like, I'm going to go here. And then he ran up and then put them probably like right in front of the restaurant. Okay. So. That is wild. Yeah. That is like a once in a lifetime experience. Wait, I'm literally going to text them right now. Hold on. <laughs> and see if they say something. Please, Chelsea. Not you like flexing it. <laughs> well, this I was going to send this photo to them. <laughs> That's why I took this photo. Chelsea just shows me a selfie of her like <laughs> with a kissy face holding the earrings. <laughs> I Well, because I was going to, they're like, send a photo of yeah, you yeah. and the earrings. So I was like, okay. But then I didn't want to do it one second after. <laughs> Literally, they're like, okay, cool. Didn't even play the game right. Which picture should I send? This one? <laughs> or the one before? That one's a little more wholesome. Like okay. it looks sweet. <laughs> yeah. That's why I took it. Literally. <laughs> oh my god. Like, got you suckers. All right, cool. We gave you a thousand dollars. Yeah, literally. That is so funny. <laughs> I'm done. I say I forgot to text you. Thanks. <laughs> I'm like, hey guys. They're like, cool. We literally put out a warrant for your arrest. We saw you take them. <laughs> We've been. Susan Powering. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, that was my New York experience. That is so funny. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to go. And that though, I mean, that's a bummer that the weather was kind of crazy because we were talking about it. Weather can completely derail your trip. Yeah. I went to Hawaii for my birthday a few years ago and it rained every single day, but it was like I mean, maybe it's, I know it's usual or common for it to rain in Hawaii, but it was like downpour every day, literally all day. Yeah. And it was just like super gloomy too, and not even sunshine. And me and Leif were like, wait, this <laughs> ruined our entire trip. Like, yeah. we could not enjoy literally the beach at all. Like there would be, I think total, there were two different times where there was like an hour of light. We were like, okay. No, that, I know. It sucks. It's and, the worst. And I think it makes you realize when you do go on a trip that hasn't, like, and the weather is amazing. And even, like, the locals are telling you, like, the weather here is amazing right now. Take you need advantage. to literally say a prayer of, of gratitude because yeah. it really makes or breaks it. It does. Yeah. But I was also trying to have the attitude of, like, there's no such thing as bad weather. It's like, if it's cold, you just bundle up. But, like, <laughs> it was tested me. Like, the wind was literally, like, 
making Case's cheeks so rosy and like chapped. Like I had to literally cover him completely. I'm like, this is not, I can't even do anything. Yeah. Might as well just stay inside. Dang. Like I can do cold, but yeah, I can't do the wind like that. Do you know what I was going to say when you were telling me that story? Like, oh, a YouTube video. I thought you were going to say it was freaking Grayson and Ethan Dolan, like making their (laughs) comeback for YouTube. Oh my gosh. I was, I wrote down a list of like random things to talk about on our coming back podcast. And one of them was like, wait, remember the Dolan twins? Because I saw a video that was going around TikTok a little bit ago. And it was like, I don't think it was super recent, but it was definitely within, because I think they've been off the internet for two years or something now. And, And this specific video, I believe, was like a year ago. So it was in the middle of when they were off, but they were doing some type of like little podcast interview or something. And they had super long facial hair. Oh. Did you ever see that? Wait, don't they have a podcast? Or, or I'm sure they don't post on it anymore, but I thought they did for a little bit after YouTube. I think maybe for a little bit, but, but they then were they on just someone went else's. like cold turkey. Like yeah. they were being interviewed by someone else. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, they were kind of just talking about how they're trying to find their own identity. And they were like, I don't know. I, they looked so similar because they both had the same exact facial hair. I legit didn't know which one was which. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I think it was Grayson was saying, he's just trying to figure out if I'm not posting on YouTube, what are my hobbies? Like, who am yeah. I as a person, whatever. So they're off the internet still. But I was just thinking about them. I'm like, I want, and I think they live in Australia as well. And I think they You're have kidding. for the past like two years. No. I thought they lived in Jersey. Oh, really? Like, I thought they, maybe they spend time in both. I could be. Like, I could see off, Ethan living in Australia because his girlfriend lives there. I don't she? know if they're still dating, but. But I just had this moment where I was like, wait. I never see anything about them. No. I'm surprised I don't see more just videos of people yeah. people Meeting seeing them, them out and about. Yeah. And being like, the, twi- the Dolan twins are here. I'm like, I don't see anything about them. It's just so surprising to me. That's true. Like, where are they? We used to talk about them all the time. I know because they were so relevant. They were so like on everybody's radar. And then but they then just literally disappeared. They disappeared. But then the weird part is, I was talking to Leif about this. I'm like, but it's kind of crazy their impact or or just their still kind of their relevance because I think so I watched that video of them doing that interview or whatever I thought I almost sent it to you but it had so many likes I was like I bet she saw it and then I was scrolling more and there was another video and it was like a basically like a thirst trap like a an edit edit of them and had a million likes and it was recent and I'm like People are still, yeah. they love the Dolan Twins. Like, if they came back, they would still have Who their does, relevancy. Like, you can't hate the Dolan Twins. No. They're sweet angel boys. They are. Anyway, I was just thinking about them. I was like, wow, I wonder what they're up to. And, like, I when, if they're up, they'll come do. back. You think they'll ever come back? The maybe in years. Maybe in, like, 10 years. I bet they'll, like, start a family and then, like, start, like, do some kind of podcast or, like. I can kind of picture them coming back to social media this year, to be honest. 2023 predictions? Or we should do a 2023 predictions segment. I'm down. That's one of mine. That or in 2024. Mm. I feel, because I feel like two years is a really solid break to understand. You feel like they'll start making YouTube videos or you think, what? how do you think think they'll come back? I think podcasts too. Or maybe YouTube videos in a completely different format. Or for all we know, maybe they've been filming a ton of stuff the whole two years and they're just going to like come out with a little documentary or something. Yeah. I hope they're living their best lives. Same. I wish nothing but the best for our little sweeties. (laughs) (laughs) For our sons. (laughs) Please went from calling them daddy to son. (laughs) 
for our little stripling warriors. <laughs> That's how I feel about them. Please. <laughs> I love them so much. I know. There are just certain guys like out in the world that redeem your faith in men that are just like good, sweet guys. And there there's some of them. I know. They just give me good vibes. Mm-hmm. I was talking to someone who, I can't remember who at this exact moment, but someone who knows them, like kind of, you know, has been around them or hung out with them a couple of times. And they were like, they are the nicest really? boys ever. Aww. And they couldn't say the same about a lot of other, you know, YouTuber Vine stars and whoever else. So that came from a trusted source. Okay. And believe them. I believe them. Do you guys know what else Chelsea and I did? And Abby and Danny and Rachel. We had a vision board night. It was so fun. And it was so fun. We did it like on the 30th. So two days before the new year or a day before the new year. And we did our 2023 vision boards. I vlogged some of it. It was so fun and was just the best vibes. Yes. JC did her. JC was in her true Capricorn. It's Capricorn season and you were in your true Capricorn form because she made a PowerPoint. that was so cute. It was like pink and went over all the like visualization. Just some research I did. Yeah. Yeah. Some some uh, inspo, some reasoning, you know, some some things to keep in mind while you make your vision boards. And it was so cute and good. And then after we made our vision boards, we like presented them to each other. And it was so fun. It was so fun. I have mine on my mirror, actually, in my family right family room right now but I think I'm gonna move it to my bathroom Mm. and actually I don't know might get the condensation might ruin it you should do it in your room true or does it not fit the vibe well I was trying to like figure out where in my room I could put it but I'm just putting it up with thumbtacks like on my office wall oh cute but yeah I don't have an office unfortunately but I look at it every single day and I'm like oh my gosh what's gonna happen I know it was so fun we just did like Basically things that we want to visualize for this year. And we printed out photos from Pinterest, which I highly recommend doing. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people will just do like magazines. But it's harder to get very specific when you only have a certain amount. You know, you have like six magazines to choose from. It's like, can you really fill up a board of things that you personally are very drawn to? Yes. It's like a picture is worth a thousand words. and (laughs) So deep. (laughs) Well, I'm saying like when you go to a magazine and you pick out a photo, like say you want like health and wellness. Yeah. But you get a girl and she's working out, but like you don't like where she's working out, what she's wearing, but you like that. Yeah. It's like, or maybe you like the aesthetic, but you don't like that she's weightlifting or you don't like that she's doing Pilates. It's like on Pinterest, you can find the perfect photo, like the same color hair as you. Like it's so much more personalized to you. Totally. Yeah. You can say more with one photo. Yes. And if you don't want to physically do that, so what we did is like, we just screenshotted photos off of Pinterest. So I made like a private Pinterest board called 2023 Vision. And then I just pinned a bunch of photos that like I was drawn to and they each meant something, you know, to me or represented something for the new year. And then you can just like print them at CVS or whatever. Or you can just make a digital one. If you don't want a physical one, you make a digital one and have it be your like phone background or whatever. But anyway... Regardless, it was just super fun yeah. and gave me some motivation for sure. Yeah, a little same. boost of energy. It's not too late if you want to make one. Yeah, I think January is a great month to do that. Yeah. If you haven't done one yet. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'll go off of that. I, I have some quotes that we both put on our vision boards and then also that I screenshotted that 
just kind of gave more, you know, of a positive vibe, a motivating vibe. And when I read these quotes to myself, they make me feel happy. So I wanted to read them. I got a lot of them from Pinterest, but some of them are from like books that I like that, you know, I just Googled. Okay. The law of attraction. When you truly want something and go after it without limiting yourself with disbelief, the universe will make it happen. The vibration of being who you are and doing what you love is magnetic. You will align everything you need in your life with that energy. And this is an affirmation that's from the book. JC actually gave me for Christmas the book. What's it called? Heal Your Life. You Can Heal Your Life. And I started reading it on the plane and it's so good. But one of the affirmations that she has for, I think, anxiety, or I can't remember which, which like ailment it was. It was either anxiety or, I don't know, something else. Was, I love and approve of myself and I trust the process of life. I am safe. And that affirmation of I trust the the process of life came up a lot with the ailments that I looked up that I had. It was like a very common theme. And I think that kind of goes along with like the luck stuff that we've been talking about is like just trusting that things are going to work out. Maybe not how you think they're going to be, but you can't control it anyway. So just trust the process of life and that the universe has your back or God has, you know, a plan for you and you're safe. Definitely. I love that. Well, Louise Hay, so that's who wrote the You Can Heal Your Life book, and she is my queen. Like, she has so many good— I've only read that full book. She has other books, too. But I got this, like, booklet thing, and it is by her. It's called Trust Life by Louise Hay, and it's basically all of her best teachings, kind Mm -hmm. of, within one book. And it has a date at the top. So— Basically, it goes from January 1st to the end of December. And it's you just read a little passage every day. It's kind of like the Daily Stoic, how you'll just yeah. like read a passage. But it's all from Louise Hay. And so in the new year, the one today was this year, I do the mental work for change. And I really liked just this thought. She said, many of you start New Year's resolutions on the first of the year. But because you don't make internal changes, the resolutions fall away very quickly. Until you make the inner changes and are willing to do some mental work, nothing out there is going to change. The only thing you need to change is a thought. Only a thought. Even self-hatred is only hating a thought you have about yourself. What can you do for yourself this year in a positive way? What would you like to do this year that you did not do last year? And why? what would you like to let go of this year that you clung to so tightly? What would you like to change? Whatever. And just the whole concept of it, which I was talking to Tyson on the phone today, and we were kind of talking about this concept of like, You can want, like, I think for a lot of us, we have repeated issues in our life where it's like, okay, this comes up constantly for me. Like, why is this so such an issue? Why can't I just snap out of it? And usually the reason is because it's much deeper than just Mm -hmm. the thing at hand. You know what I mean? And so it really does take like doing the mental work to like do a deep dive into why I can't even think of something else off the top of my head, but even just like I can't keep my room clean or something yeah it's like that's so much deeper than just you know and people shame themselves it's like why can't I just do it why can't I just do it it's like well there's definitely a deeper reason it's not just because you don't want to clean your room no you obviously want to you have the desire to and there is a deep-rooted reason why you're having a hard time with that and so I think it's like deep diving in on yourself and trying to change the actual like mental thought or whatever that's behind it is what's actually going to create change yeah because otherwise it can kind of get you can just go in this cycle where you just have, you know, repeated challenges, the same thing over and over in your life. And you just, you know, can't figure out why. I was just reading that part of her book, actually. And she was one of the examples 
that she was talking about, because you're saying I can't think of an example, is she was saying when someone wants to get stop smoking cigarettes, they'll be like, okay, like you need to say I'm willing to change. I'm willing to let go of having to smoke cigarettes. And you could really work on that. And then after a while, you realize like, oh, all of a sudden you think like and then things don't get instantly easier once you stop smoking cigarettes. So that's usually why you go back to the vice that you have. She was saying like, so, for example, if you stop smoking cigarettes, this person all of a sudden, like all of the relationships in her life start to feel like uncomfortable. And they're like, oh, why are all my relationships feeling uncomfortable? Oh, maybe that's why I was smoking is because I was like trying to numb myself and Mm. like fill the time with smoking instead of dealing with these relationships. And then it's like, okay, why are these relationships uncomfortable? Like, do I just cut them out? No, like go deeper. Like I'm willing to let go of the need to be uncomfortable in a relationship or like just like layer by layer. And she was saying, then you like, you have to keep saying to yourself something that stuck out to me was like, I'm willing to change or I'm willing to let go of this. And I've been trying to do that. She was like saying to touch your throat when you say it, like, because that's like your... I don't know, truth chakra or something. I don't know. And she was saying, if you look in the mirror and like touch your throat and say like, I'm willing to change or like, I'm willing to let go of the need to have people like me. And when you like say it to yourself in the mirror or you say it touching your throat, it like really shows your body that you're, it's like a behavior. You're showing your body you're like ready to let go. And I think that is powerful. Like being willing to let go of something because that's like, she she was talking about how resistance comes up so much for us. And if you're resisting something so much, it's like there are physical ways you'll notice that you resist something, whether it's you leave the room or you change the subject or, you know, this or that. You come up with excuses, but you need to be willing to let go of the need to like resist whatever it is. Definitely. I think that the one of the most powerful things ever is being willing to change, like mm-hmm. being willing to not think that you have it all figured out or like I said, if you have a repeated issue in your life, being willing to like go deeper and be like, why is yeah. this such an issue? And get really honest with yourself. Yeah. Comfortable. We love Louise. I think this, I have two more little quotes, but this might be from her book as well. My consciousness is filled with healthy, positive, loving thoughts that reflect themselves in my experience. That and is, the, I think, from it. Yeah. So the, good. The handwriting looks like the. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then this is a meditation for your truth. I know I am capable and this never changes. I know I am worthy and this never changes. I know I am powerful and this never changes. Ooh, love. I, I've i really been trying to laugh. I'm like this year, four <laughs> days in, but I've been trying to keep like saying affirmations to myself in the morning because I haven't been doing that in a long time. But But affirmations like I'm willing to let go of the need to feel productive in order to feel worthy or whatever it is or say whatever it is that it's on my mind. And even if it's while I'm just meditating or in the mirror and it just makes you instantly feel so much better. It's like such a silly little thing to do that makes such a big impact. So it's like, why not mm-hmm. do it? So those are some of the ones that I liked. I love that. Affirmations and quotes. Yeah. I feel like just being, I mean, truly acceptance is like the answer to basically everything, but self-acceptance mm-hmm. really something, isn't it? Wait, these- haven't, haven't gotten there yet, but- <laughs> Sounds fun. These two are also from Louise Hay. I forgot. They're affirmations about kind of what we're talking about, being lucky and, Mm -hmm. you know, life working out. Life loves me. Like saying that over again. Life just loves me. All is well in my world. Everything is working out for my highest good. Out of this situation, only good will come. I am safe. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
You know, when you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes, as we talk about in this episode, life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're just not showing up in the way that you want to. And working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. Because when you're feeling empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. And I think this is very, this goes along right up with this episode and what we're talking about is just when you're not feeling confident, you're not feeling happy, it's so hard to just get up and create the life that you want. And I think seeing a therapist, seeing someone who's licensed to help you solve issues in your life and help you get to the root of things, it can be very, very beneficial for your entire life as a whole and for you to genuinely create the life that you've always dreamed of. I know therapy definitely helped me a lot last year. And it's helped me a couple times in my life when I really needed help with, you know, a situation in my life that was changing. And when I, it really helped me level up. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's really convenient. It's flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can really help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash what we said today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash what we said. If you've been hesitant in the past to try therapy, BetterHelp is a great option, especially because you don't have to go sit in a waiting room and you don't have to drive anywhere or meet anybody in person if you don't want to. So go check it out. It'll be linked in the show notes. You want to know something that was on my vision board this year? was supplements. I'm trying to be on my supplement grind and some of mine and Chelsea's all-time favorites. We had Shervin, the founder of Symbiotica, on our podcast. The brand Symbiotica is incredible. It's a health supplement company designing sophisticated formulations that are scientifically proven to increase vitality and longevity by filling nutritional gaps that result from our modern-day diet. They have the highest quality like bioavailable ingredients, the most advanced delivery system. So you can trust that it's actually the best for you and like working. Something that we learned is that not all like vitamins and supplement companies are created equal at all. A lot of them just have additives and shady ingredients and Symbiotica is just the best of the best and we really, really trust them. So they have a liposomal magnesium L3 and 8 that was developed by a team of scientists at MIT, which has been shown to increase magnesium levels in the brain more than any other form of magnesium. And that is an essential mineral that is required for 80% of the body's metabolic functions. And in the United States, like 65% of all adults are magnesium deficient. So we could all use that. I also love their golden mind, their vitamin C. They have so many amazing, amazing products. Symbiotica's Super Greens is a convenient way to boost your daily nutrition. It contains a bioavailable complex of natural plant compounds, including chlorophyll, broccoli seed, and other alkalizing greens. It helps to support cellular detoxification, boost energy levels, and promote healthy immune response. I also take their vitamin C as well as their Super Greens and their Golden Mind. And I have their D3 and K2 and COQ10. I have gotten Nick hooked on Symbiotica. I've gotten my family hooked on Symbiotica supplements. We love them. We use them. I love having it part of like my morning ritual. Just taking a couple and I feel great afterwards. They also taste good. Yes. Like they're not disgusting. <laughs> like yes. a lot of brands. And when I get my Symbiotica package, it's like Christmas because I just, just feel so good to take care of your health. You can take their online quiz to figure out the best supplements for your specific health goals because sometimes it can be a little overwhelming when you're looking at all of these different supplements. So definitely check out their website. 
Use code what we said on symbiotica.com for 15% off site wide or create your custom bundle and get up to 45% off. That code applies on top of custom bundle discounts. That's code what we said on symbiotica.com for 15% off site wide or create your custom bundle and get up to 45% off. Go check it out. I think it's also important to remember like, I always say this for my girlies out there who are skeptics or who are just like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are like, okay, just in general, they think like manifestation or positive thinking. It's like yada, 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 yada. Like such just crap. People don't believe in it. But it's kind of like, I think we talked about on our episode with Jessica. If you would consider yourself like a bit of a negative person or a skeptic or someone who's just cynical or whatever, how's that working for you? Like, (laughs) because that's where I had to get with myself. Like, I feel like I'm a bit of a skeptic and I feel like I'm overall a pretty positive person, but I will just get into these headspaces where I'm like, wow, I'm like very, just very, very negative about this certain topic or whatever it is. And it's kind of, I think this is what Jess was saying, maybe like when, or maybe not, I don't remember anyway. It's like, if you've hated yourself for so long, like you've had a lot of self-hatred and like been very shameful or or whatever, have very negative feelings towards yourself or your body or whatever it is, it's not, I can guarantee you it's not working for you. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel good and you know it. So it's like, why not just attempt to be positive and see how it feels? Yeah. Like it's worth a shot. That's that's the way I feel. It's like, sure. Why I think not just that, try it? Yeah, I think that some stuff like I'm like okay (laughs) I don't know about manifestation whatever but it's like why not just believe that your thoughts are very powerful and like you might as well create a beautiful experience for yourself on this very short in this very short lifetime I would much rather just be thinking I don't know try my best to focus on positive things and I actually just I made a YouTube video about kind of updating everyone about like just my fertility stuff and I was saying like this year for me is the year where I am like openly having a positive attitude towards my fertility stuff publicly as well. I have never like even on my vision board, I'm like every year that I've been trying to get pregnant, like I'll do a a mood board or a vision board, but I literally didn't believe that I would get pregnant. So I'm like, why even put it on there? It just felt like I'm just going to be disappointed at the end of the year when like I put it on there and it didn't happen. So I just wouldn't even go there. I'm like, no, probably not going to get pregnant this year. And this year is like the first year that I'm truly just trying to like believe that that's actually a possibility. And it feels so different. Like it feels so much better. And yeah. and I was telling Leif, I'm like, it almost doesn't even matter if it doesn't happen because just the feeling surrounding it feels so much lighter and better than like believing the worst is going to yeah. happen. It's like before you're even talking about that, like it was reminding me of like times also in my life where I've kind of protected myself by not being negative was like a way to protect myself where it was like I would not let myself want anything because I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe that I could actually like get there. It's like you're saying like you don't even want to let yourself want it because you're just like, well, what if it doesn't happen? I'll be so disappointed in myself. How will I ever get over that? When you let yourself want it or like admit that you want something it's not scary. It's like, like you're saying, it doesn't matter if you get it or not in the end. I mean, obviously you want it to happen, but just letting yourself want it, it shows that you believe in yourself and improves your confidence and it lets you kind of function at a higher vibration. Definitely. And just your actions are going to be different. Your thoughts are going to be different. Like 
the way you move in the world is going to be different when you just are thinking positive things are right around the corner and that you're lucky and that things are working out for you. Like that's so much of a better feeling. Yeah. And I think it shows like if you believe in the woo-woo of it, it shows the universe or God or whatever you believe in that you're ready for it too. It's like, right. that, like okay, I want this and I'm letting you know I want this and I'm ready like for whatever you give me. But like, this is what I want and I'm telling you what I want. And to even piggyback off of that, I was actually thinking, you know, if we believe it's all connected, I'm like, maybe it's because I am ready for it now. Yeah. That's the reason I feel the, the confidence the and the desire to yeah. be like, I want that this year. I'm like, maybe now I actually am ready. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel that way. Because maybe every year before I was so like on edge because I actually wasn't ready for that stage of my life. I thought I was and I wanted it, but I was just like, oh, I don't know. True. Yeah. And now I'm feeling more confident in it. Maybe that's for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I love that. That's good. Yeah. I, I love the whole, have you seen more videos about the lucky girl? Yeah, Instagram? I have seen. I saw these two girls talking in their car and they were cracking me up. One of them, they were like eating noodles. Yes, I saw yeah. that. I was cracking up because literally the phone kept falling and like <laughs> the most like unlucky stuff literally. was happening. Literally her sauce was like falling off the styrofoam thing, but they were just like, that was meant to happen. Lucky <laughs> girls. Like, I love it. I know. Yeah. I just love that whole, that whole concept. Like we might as well just believe that we're all lucky, lucky, lucky this year. Why not? Yeah. Why not believe for it? It's it's even like, if nothing changes, your attitude will. It literally takes no. I mean, yes, it does take effort, especially if you're naturally like on the more negative side. But think of the difference. It's like, what's the difference between if if something happens to you, which I'm definitely guilty of this too. Like you were saying, something bad happens, and you're like, oh, of course, amazing. Mm -hmm. I do that all the time. Like I'll you know spill something. I'm like, of course, yeah. But it's like. It's such a mental shift to just be the opposite way where it's also like, I don't know, just things aren't that big of a deal to you. If you spill something, it's like, oh, yeah, life happens. But then yeah. you just focus really hard on the lucky things that happen to you. It just makes you feel like you're living a happier life. Literally. You feel like you're in a movie, like you're like in a funny movie or something. Yeah. That's just everything great happens to you. Exactly. You know those characters in the movies or in like shows that it's just like, have you seen Parks and Rec? I haven't really watched it. Gosh, I don't even know I his think Leif like, has. name, his character, but oh my gosh, that's going to bother me. It's Rob Lowe. He plays him. Mm -hmm. And he's like this super positive guy. And he's like in the He just like emulates everything you want to be. But it, it's like a joke that he's just so positive and like everything just works out for him. But he's like, he's always happy. He's so just it's living like, his why best not? Life. Why not try to be like him? And the thing is, when you're in a negative headspace, there's nothing more annoying than positive people. Oh, You're like, I know. you are so annoying. Yeah. It's true. It's so funny. True. Also, I had written down that this is kind of, it's going off the exact same stuff. Like envy or jealousy is a sign that you don't think you could have what someone else has or that you don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. So the second you're seeing someone in a situation and you feel genuinely envious of them or like jealous and you, which is a perfectly valid emotion to feel. It's very normal. Everyone gets jealous over things, but it's like a, it's nice to kind of have a moment of self-reflection and be like, why? That literally means that you feel like you are never going to get there or you feel like you don't deserve that or you can't have that. And so it's like, oh, why do they get that? When you feel like that's more than possible for you, you don't feel jealous. You're just like, cool. Like it's inspiring. If anything, it kind of expands your vision of like, okay, if that can, yeah, if that can happen for them, like it absolutely can happen for me. And 
that's like a very powerful mindset shift that also I am not even rem- remotely perfect at. And I think, again, there's always going to be times in your life when you feel jealous and that's 100%, okay? But it's kind of nice to like take a step back and be like, why do I feel jealous of that specific thing? And then maybe, you know, say an affirmation of yeah. like, well, I do deserve that and I can have that too. So yeah. like, there's literally no need for me to feel jealous. Like anything that's meant for me will happen. So definitely. We're jumping into an ad real quick to talk about one of our sponsors, Dime Beauty. I'm very excited about this company and about these products. They are clean ingredients, vegan, cruelty-free, no harsh chemicals, and Dime Beauty products are ranked between a one and a three on the EWG toxicity scale. So if this year you're trying to be a little bit more conscious of what you're putting on your body as well as in your body, then you want to go the non-toxic route. Dime Beauty is for you. I have just been starting to use, and so is JC. We were were just talking about their lash serum. And they also have an eyebrow enhancing gel that you put on your eyebrows. Like I just, if I put on a little bit of makeup or a lot of makeup, I put it, I put it on nonetheless. And it not only like holds your brows in place. So you got that like, you know, done up look, but it also helps the hair on your eyebrows fill in. They have a lot of amazing products. They also have fragrance-free products. And fragrances, as we know, can be harmful to the skin. They can clog your pores, cause all sorts of issues. And we love that they offer a budget-friendly, vegan, and cruelty-free option. Their packaging is glass also, which makes them eco-friendly. And they offer returns up to 60 days, which is great. I also recommend their Hyaluronic Acid Serum. It's a great, affordable, and very simple serum for hydration if you're wanting to up your skincare game this year in 2023, you guys can use code what we said 20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order at Dime Beauty. That is what we said 20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Definitely go check it out. I have been seeing a lot of videos lately of, you know, I get targeted with the mom stuff and there are the, there will be like people talking about resentment. Specifically, I am very lucky that I don't feel this way because Nick is home with Case, like, honestly, more than I am. And so, but they were talking about how stay-at-home moms will often feel resentment to their husbands, you know, when they get to go golfing on the weekends or when they get to go hang out with their friends and they'll just feel resent, start feeling resentment towards their husband for every little thing that they do because they feel, basically they're saying resentment feels like anger, but it actually is in the family of, like, jealousy and envy. So Mm. when you resent someone, it's not because you hate them or you are mad at them, it's because you're jealous of them. It's because you have envy for what they're doing. Hmm. So it's like when you are, you know, maybe resentful of your partner because they're having so much fun, it's because you're jealous that they get to have free time. And so it's actually better to look at it that way because when you, you know, think, okay, I'm jealous that you have free time, that's, that seems easier to fix because you right, can be like, like, I hey, need more free time. Yeah, exactly. I you can ask like, hey, I feel really I'm honestly kind of resenting you for being able to do a lot of the things that you want to do. And I've felt like I've lost myself in motherhood because I stay at home. And I'm not saying this is me. I'm saying like, this is the common census I've seen or consensus. consensus, Yeah. That I've seen on my like for you page, but you can better communicate it and honestly fix the problem a lot easier. Definitely. If you just like you're saying, understand what your feelings are and looking into them and being like, okay, why do I feel this way? And how can I get out of the feeling and not just be stuck here. Cause sometimes it is, it's like comfortable to be stuck in your feelings that you know so well, like definitely being mad, being sad, being grumpy, feeling like nothing, being negative feels comfy because you know it so well. So you're just like, well, I'll just stay here. Like, and it makes you 
when you hate positive people and you hate people talking about how like life is good, you're just like you resent them. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's sometimes just easy to stay there because it feels good to you. But you got to, you know, sometimes get uncomfortable. Have you listened to Jay Shetty's podcast? Yeah. So good. So good. I was listening to one episode today. I think it was from like the beginning of December. He was talking about, I was like three, gosh, I forgot what it was already. But he was talking about being uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. like how we should be doing things that he was, I think he was talking about going into the new year, like ways to make yourself uncomfortable to help you grow and like ways that you can do that. And sometimes this was interesting to me. Like he was saying things that you have already conquered something that used to be uncomfortable for you that was like a challenge for you now maybe you do it all the time is now your comfort zone so you all like you need to switch it up again mm-hmm. basically and that was interesting because I feel like there are things especially as you get older that do scare you it makes you uncomfortable but then as you do them more that becomes your comfort zone definitely where it's like okay this used to scare me but now I'm more comfortable doing this and honestly now this is a distraction so you need to like switch it up and you know like we constantly need things to challenge us to grow mm-hmm. in life. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm kind of backtracking, but I think like just being very honest with yourself is the best thing that you can do and admitting like again to yourself taking accountability for your life and admitting if you're feeling negative emotions towards someone, towards yourself, it doesn't matter. If you just feel like life is so annoying and so hard and like I've had all of these trials and stuff like Just being very honest with yourself and again, digging deep and trying to understand like, why do, why am I feeling this way? And like, what can I actually do to, I don't know, just like take accountability and like get my life going on the track that I want it to go on. I do think that there's so much unfairness in the world. Like there are certain people who have gone through things that I'm just like, that's not fair. And I'm sure that they feel that way as well. They're like, cool. Like, why did I have to you know, get dealt this life or whatever it is. And I think all of us also have like our own individual things we struggle with mentally, physically, whatever the case may be. But I just feel like taking accountability is the most powerful thing you can do no matter who you are for your own sake Mm -hmm. to be like, what do I want my life to look like? That's why I love visualization and vision boards. It's like literally you can create things that you can imagine. So it's like, what do I want my life to be like? What do I want it to feel like? Who do I want to be surrounded by? What kind of person do I want to be? And start being that person and visualizing the things you want. It's just like, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes, again, I wish I like heard this information two years ago when I was just like into trenches. So that's why I feel even more passion for it because it's like I have been there many times where I'm just like, I feel so negative. And I'm like, why am I like this? Yeah, I know. I was thinking about how when I was listening to Jay Shetty's podcast about like uncomfortability and taking accountability and like just doing things that are like growing, constantly growing. He was talking about how when you're a baby, like you will do all of these uncomfortable things to help you grow and you don't even think about it. Like you roll over for the first time and you've never done it before. You walk for the first time is something you've never done before and it's like you're wobbly and but you just do it and you just learn and then he was like when you grow up they're like okay you're grown like you're all done and it's like no you should just constantly be growing and challenging yourself and comfort is good in some you know it's it's fine to have comfort in some stages but if your whole life you're just comfortable you're bound to feel burnt out actually 
more than if you're constantly pushing yourself. And I was thinking how like I caught myself a lot last year because last year I feel like was a confusing year because I would I would not say it was like a hard year, but it was like one of the hardest years, but it was also one of the best years. So it was like such a where I feel like in years past, I was able to say like this year sucked or this year was great. And last year was like such a whirlwind of like highs and lows that it was like I couldn't even label it and I don't need to. But I was thinking about how the year before that, so 2021 mm-hmm. and 2020, I felt like I was at my peak of like men- mental health. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I have everything figured out. Like I'm so positive. I have such a good mindset. Like with every aspect of my life, I've made it. Like I've made my mindset. I'm good. And it's like now, and then hindsight last year, I would be thinking like, why can't I be like how I was last year? Like, or the year before, why is my mind like this now? Like, why am I having all these like mental health issues where I'm like, like now overthinking feeling, yeah, like feeling anxiety and like having troubles with my body image. Like it, I thought that I got over this. And I'm realizing like, even as he was saying that this morning and just kind of like reflecting on my ear that last year I was resisting, like it was so good for me to change. It was a change that I needed to go, needed to go through and that I like wanted to go through and was hard, but that doesn't mean that it's bad. Like, I think sometimes I think hard equals bad where I'm like, oh, it's hard. So that's bad. But actually hard is good. Like, some of my favorite things in life are the hardest things I've ever done because it's like so rewarding. And that's like, like, that's why you get such high highs from it. And so I was just thinking about how I needed to have, like, I can't expect, and I don't want it to be just like year after year, just like perfect, smooth sailing, perfect mindset all the time. It's very important to have like these, you know, it was very, what I'm trying to say is very important for me. I think I'm really grateful for the year I had last year to kind of push me even further into, you know, out of my comfort zone a little bit and make me uncomfortable and make me like challenge me in so many different ways and different areas that at the time I was like, why is this happening? Like, this is so annoying. Like, why me, you know, and blaming myself and like shaming myself for it when in reality now I'm feeling so like, I feel like I've leveled up and I needed in, in order to level up, I had to go through that. Absolutely. And I I just saw a video all about this, about how you need lows in your life. You have to have them. It's literally the, the slop or the flop <laughs> the before, the before the sleigh. Yeah. It is true. It's like you need low moments to recognize that you're low so that you can level up in life. Like mm-hmm. le- if you just have a perfect mindset and perfect situation, you will literally never, your life it will be so boring. Yeah. And it will also never change and you'll never grow. Like you quite literally have to have those times in life and everyone has them. Yeah. But I think it's up to you as well to figure out how long you want to stay in that low unnecessarily. Yes. I was just talking to Tyson about this. We were literally talking all about this and I was saying like, I, you get to a point, I think most people get to a point where it's like, whatever you want to call it, whether it's rock bottom or you're just ready for a change. Like I cannot feel like this anymore and that's that's the point I got to in like fall of 2021 I think it was I was like I cannot do this like just my current mindset mm-hmm. I can't like this is it's really got to go and I am proud to say that like I feel the same way like 20 I needed those years of like mm-hmm. feeling negative ironically when you were in your slay era I was flopping yeah. unfortunately yeah. We, we have been hopefully switching. we're aligned now yes hopefully this year we're aligned this is the lucky year I know but 
yeah, I like needed those years of feeling super just insecure and unsure and whatever it was because like it literally pushed me to a point of I was just so I'm like, this is not who I've always known myself to be. This is like not the life I want. And so I really feel like I did like put in work to be like, I want to have a positive mindset. I want to have fun again. and and, And I like facilitated experiences for myself and planned things where I was like, I want to have fun. I want to like, yeah, I want to change my mindset. Yeah. And it literally worked. So love that. Love that. Yeah. I fully believe that that's like the case with everyone. You literally have to hit rock bottom or just like go through a weird period of time. And then you it's like growing out of it. Yeah, it really is. Like I was thinking of that term specifically when I was thinking about it literally this morning, I was like, last year was just growing pains. Like I need to stop shaming myself. Like I shouldn't have like had such a hard time or I shouldn't have had those struggles that I did. It's like, that's such a waste of time, first of all, to shame yourself for literally anything. But I was just thinking, it's just growing pains. And like the faster you lean into it and the more responsibility you take for it, the not the easier necessarily, but the more seamless it happens. And I feel like the more you can appreciate the growth. Yeah. And then also just take advantage of the growth as well. Because now I feel like I've like I've leveled up. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you hoes aren't ready for this year. (laughs) Literally, it's so crazy how the the zodiac, believe it or not, it's like if you choose to even just believe in it, the fact that I read, it was like Aries and Taurus are having the luckiest year. I'm like, cool, that's true. Yeah, you're like, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I don't care if it's actually true in the stars or not. I don't care if a 13 year old wrote it. I will believe it. It's true to me. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Even me being in Capricorn season, I'm like, I am thriving. (laughs) Like, it's just, you know, it's it's nice to believe in something. I will say I saw a tweet or uh, I haven't been on Twitter anyways. (laughs) A TikTok that said, like, reach out to your Capricorn girlies because their birthdays are like always overshadowed by everything. And it was like, if you cry on if you cry on your birthday and you're a Capricorn girl, like you're not alone because it's like the holidays. It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, dang, that sucks. No, you know, what's funny is I, um, well, I cannot relate to that because I always have an amazing birthday because I plan every aspect of it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to do this TikTok. I haven't done it yet, but I had planned to today. I wrote it down so I don't forget. But it's like to this certain sound. And I was going to do it where basically I'm saying like, yeah, no one ever really plans anything for my birthday. And it's like, oh, why? Because of this. And it's like, no, yeah. because I do it before they can so that I have no Quite chance. Quite literally. Of, so that I have zero chance of disappointment. Like, yeah. But I feel- Or feel, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that's kind of relatable. Like even yeah. Beth has told me that she's like that. She's like, literally, I will just like plan every aspect of my birthday months in advance so that there is not one ounce of chance of there's not a chance that I'll be disappointed. Yeah, that's true. And I'm literally the same. Take fate way. into your own hands. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you got to. But this year I was like, I actually years- didn't plan anything and I didn't care. I just told Chelsea I want to have a birthday dinner and she facilitated it. And we love that. Yep. Thank you, my Aries queen. <laughs> You're welcome. That has... <laughs> What does that have to do with like planning? Are they good planners or something? No, I just was trying to make you feel special. Oh, <laughs> I'm like I've got months <laughs> until my season's coming. Did you have anything else? No. Did we you? did not talk about what we, the That's okay. original thing we want to talk about, but we could talk about that next week. Okay. Just <laughs> leave your, like you'll get, you guys will you never guys guess. can't wait. You'll never guess. Like it's TikTok. <laughs> it's all the TikToks we favorited this week, this month for Kill Me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, well, Wait, happy birthday really to me. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Speaking of, <laughs> it's literally JC's birthday today, the day this goes up. 
Our uh, Capricorn queen. Until right <laughs> Happy now. Happy birthday to me. Literally been waiting for me to say something the whole episode. Like, well, we're at an hour now. So. <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't remember until I just started talking about my birthday my birthday uh, party. I realized it's this going to be e. your. <laughs> it's going to be the same night that this goes up. That's what I was thinking. Oh, fun. That's fun. Yay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a good, good vibe for this year. I've said that every year, even... Even when I was in my flop era, I tried to be positive for you guys. Please, us, I'm just scarred by 2020. Literally January of 2020, we're like, this year. Something <laughs> feels so magic about the year. Literally, I was like, two, I was like 2020, like that just number. Like iconic. Like, oh, something iconic. Literally yeah. the world ended. The worst year of everyone's <laughs> lives. I actually slayed 2020. But besides the, maybe I shouldn't say that because it's like, literally the world was really struggling, but my yeah. mental health was fine. Yeah, you were in a... I was actually kind like of I was fun. in a bubble. No, a privileged bubble. That's actually not true at all. I had the worst year of my life. Oh. That's when I got kicked out of my home. Oh yeah. All this shiz. Wait, that was 2021, I think. Oh, you're right. You're right. Because we it's just the I pandemic moved. lasted yeah. for two years. So I forget. Really so Three long. years. Yeah. Anyway, n- that the past is the past. Yeah. And the future. The present is what we're focused on. Sorry, not the future. I forgot. A lot of people did message me and diagnose me with ADD. So we'll see. Really? <laughs> From when? Stay tuned. Oh, after last episode? Yeah. Happy Capricorn season. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Getting medication. <laughs> Love that. You're like, I don't want to be medicated. Everyone's like, you need Everyone's medication. Everyone's like, you need it desperately. I'm like, cool. I'm um, I believe you though. Thank you guys so much for listening. Go follow our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast. If you guys want to be a part of all of our episodes. If you're new, like I said, welcome. So happy to have you as a part of the Valley Girls. You can be a part of like, a lot of our episodes, we do a lot of story episodes. We do an advice episode every end of the month. So if you want to like be a part of any of that and write in your stories or write in something for advice, make sure to go follow our Instagram. Also for upcoming shows, we have some shows, merch stuff coming up. We're super excited. It's going to be an amazing year. We love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.